This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, this weekend, Saturday in fact, Mullet Festival comes to the city after its beginnings in 2019 and having spent some time around the Warrington Beach Reserve, Mullet Festival comes to the uh, the venue formerly known as the Wharf Hotel. What's it all about? Well, here to talk more about that this morning, Sandra Muller. Um, Sandra Morena, great to have you with us. Thanks for coming in. Oh, Morena, Jeff, and thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about the origins of this festival. Um, well, um, Hannah, Hannah Rouse and I, we're the Mullet Collective, a bit of a glorious name, but, you know, that's what it is. And we, uh, we've known each other for a while. We're both kind of into performing arts in various ways and have been involved in, in various projects in the French Festival in the past. And then about five years ago, we were working together as um, teachers at the same school and um, started talking about our performing arts practice, I guess, and um, just realised that we both felt that there wasn't maybe quite the right space for us within what was available in Dunedin at the time. Um, we're, of course, very lucky to have the Fringe Festival and the Arts Festival, but, you know, for some, especially, I think, local artists, those aren't quite the right platforms. And um, so we decided that <laughs> we would just have our own festival and we'd call it the Mullet Festival because um, we thought it was kind of like, you know, the back of the fringe, you know, the things that <laughs> don't Perfect. quite, you know, fit into the existing festivals. Um, and, yeah, so that's how it started. And it was really about, I guess, um, creating an opportunity for artists like ourselves we're not we're not full-time artists you know we both have other jobs and so sometimes putting on like a big show you know for any of the other festivals um it's just a bit prohibitive you know we don't have the time or the money or the energy for that matter and so we thought we'd create something that's way more compact and um that allows artists to produce just very short pieces um, but still offers that camaraderie of being in a festival. Um, I'm interested to yeah. hear that this didn't necessarily fit within a fr- fringe format because a lot <laughs> does. <laughs> um, well, not not maybe so much in terms of the, the practices uh, we include, you know, so it's basically like you would have in a French festival, we have, you know, uh, music and dance and theatre and comedy um, and some other random stuff that can't be quite categorized. (laughs) But I think it's more about the, like the length of the pieces, you know, so in the Mullet Festival, everything, it's um, between five and 10 minutes, each of the performances. Um, And that means that it's uh, more accessible to people like ourselves, you Mm. know, who just don't have uh, the funds or necessarily the time to put on like a one hour show by ourselves. And its origins, um, as I've mentioned, uh, Warrington Beach Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> um, that in itself is a really interesting choice as a performance space. Tell us why you went there. Um, so it was, some of it was, well, actually, probably a lot of it was practical. At the time, both Hannah and I were living around Blueskin Bay, you know, mm. and so it seemed like, well, this is a practical space for us to use because it's close by. Um, we did also want to just, I guess, do it a little bit differently, you know, so um, I guess differentiate ourselves from some of the other platforms and festivals that are around Dunedin. Um, It was also very handy because it's free, Mm. (laughs) which maybe isn't that good a reason to choose the space, you know, but um, we thought, oh, well, you know, it means that it keeps our expenses 
lol. And um, of course, accessibility is another thing, you know, that we weren't necessarily limited in terms of audiences. You know, it's as many people as want to come there can come there. Um, and that all made it very attractive. Of course, it is also an absolutely stunning location, you know. So, of course. Um, and so why the transition into, into the city, into the formerly... Uh, space formerly known as the Wharf Hotel? We, um, it's not that, I mean, we still like doing things outdoors. And actually, earlier this year, we did a little, we have a little spin off of the Mullet Festival, which we call the Mullet Cafe. Um, and we did have that out at the Opera House in Waitati. But um, I think we just wanted a bit of a change. You know, we've done the Mullet Festival three times at Warrington, and we've had. We do have a bit of a changing lineup, you know, the participants slightly changed, but we do have a lot of regulars as well, as far as the artists are concerned, and we felt like maybe it would be nice to basically create a new challenge and, you know, maybe a bit um, new inspiration, you know, by being in a uh, in an indoor space. Yeah, and you do plan to use this indoor space in interesting ways. Paint a little bit of a picture for us of what to expect on Saturday. Oh, yes. So the um, we're not going to change much about the space as such it's sort of um it's been gutted pretty much you know the old wharf hotel but that was what we were looking for so we wanted a bit of a rough space (laughs) i mean not so rough you know that you're going to get injured when you come there but you know sort of um just a bit i guess industrial a bit sort of abandoned um but we're gone going to still use which is what we've done in the past the promenade style you know where there are performances in different uh parts of the building and the audience is going to be guided around that um and we do encourage uh our artists to make interesting use of the space you know not necessarily so much site specific you know they can basically do what they want but still to have a look come and have a look and um, use the space in an interesting way so um, yes there will be uh, people performing interesting uh, dance music theater comedy pieces uh, in quite unusual spaces like you know kitchens possibly a toilet I don't want to give too much away, you know, but um, so, yes, you know, the whole building will be used in a way that uh, it has never been used before. Ah. From uh, a visitor's perspective, you, you mentioned um, they'll be guided through. Is, so there's a coordination to the performance around that or is it more random than that? Um, yes, so because all the um, all the performances are time based, you know, so it's not it's something where you've got to be there and the artist performs something and then it's finished, I suppose. And so, yeah, there is a kind of uh, a tour, if you will, yeah. you know, where the whole audience moves together to the different performance sites, and um, there will be a guide, you know, so hopefully no one will get lost or. Um, yeah, and you know, accidentally go the wrong way. <laughs> but, how, um, how have you gone about um, sort of spreading the tentacles and, and getting uh, the artists who want to be involved in Mullet Festival involved? How does that all happen? Um, so we do, you know, we put a call out. <gasps> that sounds so professional. <laughs> <laughs> Not very Mullet-like. But yes, we do put a call out to um, well, people that we have been involved in the past, you know, but also anybody else, you know, just a more general call out and say, hey, if this sounds like you, you know, if you are any type of performing artist and you would like to be part of this, uh, please contact us. Uh, it is often quite a sort of a changing lineup in that, you know, we get initially often quite a lot of um 
people interested, but then when it gets closer to the time, it's still it's a bit of a movable feast. Mm. Uh, but we have, amazingly, this year, I think we have about 14 performances, which is the most we've ever had. And um, it's nice because we have a few people from town now who've joined our artists, you know, whereas when we were out in the country, it was still mainly country folk. Yeah. Well, difficult times, hasn't it been, the last couple of years for any any kind of festival especially? Um, uh, this perhaps will feel as though that some of the um, restrictions that people have felt about going out and about or, or even performing, being part of putting something together, not being certain mm. that it will go ahead, can feel a little bit more, more confident about that now. But a momentum being gathered back into the art scene to perhaps. Yeah, and I... Um um, one of our artists, um, I was talking to him the other day, and he said something that really warmed my heart. You know, he said, "You know what? I do things in the Mullet Festival that I just wouldn't do anywhere else." You know, and um, I think that's the other attractive thing. So we have artists who will experiment with a different kind of practice. You know, so this year we have, for example, someone who's mainly a musician, but she's going to try a different sort of more. Um, conceptual art piece and you know so I think that's that's the other thing you know it's in, in, in a weird way it's a sort of low stakes environment you know you have a short period of time that you're doing something and you're in amongst a whole bunch of people who are just doing some other crazy stuff and um, yeah so it, I think it's nice that it encourages that and um, I feel that's what attracts some artists to it as well you know that they feel they can go out of their comfort zone in a very supportive environment. So a movable feast, but a feast in other ways too, because food is part of this experience. Tell us about that. Yes, we um, we always thought um, that it's nice, you know, when you're when you're done with the festival, to still have a little bit of a get together um, for both the audiences and the artists. And of course, when you're in it, you know, you're not necessarily you're going to be nervous and have lots to do while it's running. But then we thought it was nice if afterwards audiences and artists can still get together, have a bit of shared kai, and you know, a bit of a chat and just sort of have it kind of mellow out in that way. Lovely stuff. Um, so, when and where? Tell us all the ticketing details and how people can find out more about the festival itself. Um, so, we're on on Saturday. It's It runs from 6 to 8, and it would be great if people come, if they could be there at 6, you know, because it is sort of all-timed. Um, it's on 25 Friot Street, which is the old Wharf Hotel, and there's plenty of parking around. There's no tickets. It's a free event. You know, so um, everyone's there for the love of it. Fantastic. Um, it's uh, kind of, generally speaking, it is kind of family friendly, you know, but of course there may be some slightly more mature content, you know, so um, people are welcome to bring their whole whānau, you know, but yeah, there may be sometimes, there may be a bit of swearing or... Um, we haven't really had nudity so far, but you know, you just but never who knows. know. <laughs> well, we we chat with the young ones before you go in and out of yes. the Mullet Festival. Won't be a bad idea. So uh, great to hear that it, uh, it is something for for everyone. Uh, and I mean, just finally, Sandra. I mean, you've been involved with this since uh, um, the idea was first launched. What do you get out of it? Why is it important that this festival happens? As far as you're concerned. Um, in possibly a slightly selfish way, this is kind of often the one time in the year that I get to perform as well, you know, so I also do something in it. Um, what do you do? I um, Well, I do sort of, I guess, oh, a bit of sort of theatre comedy 
comedic theatre work. Well, I hope it's comedic. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's dangerous to say that, eh, that nobody laughs. But, um, yeah, and I, I used to be more involved in the performing arts. You know, I used to often usually have something in the French Festival and stuff, And but now that I'm sort of a respectable full-time worker, um, I've just not found the time. So this is uh, where I can do that. And also just the networking, you know. Even yesterday we had people come around to look at the space and I just met all these amazing people that I, you know, had never met before and um, and that gives opportunities for other collaborations and becoming involved in other kind of events. And I think we've been a bit inspirational. There are some other people who are now doing similar things, um, you know, these sort of little festival type things so um yeah we're happy with that sandra muller with us this morning talking about mullet festival coming to the space formerly known as the wharf hotel 25 Fryatt street this coming saturday from 6 p.m make sure you're there at six so the uh, performance can get underway and you can all be guided through this what sounds like an amazing very diverse uh, artistic experience Um, go well thank you so much for joining us thank you thank you jeff This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.